Hi, I'm Hannah, Gallery Manager at Fenditon Gallery. Thank you for tuning in to the second episode of our new series of interviews with contemporary artists and makers. This week, I've been lucky enough to catch up with textile artist and designer Pauline Burbage, whose two-square-metre quilt, Starscape, will be exhibited as part of our new virtual exhibition, Plant Life. The gallery programme has developed over the two years since we opened to include an annual exhibition of works inspired by the natural world. Plant Life is the third in this series and explores the relationships that artists have with plants, their shape, colour and form, and how that translates to the objects and images they create in response. I hope you enjoy listening to this interview with Pauline and discovering more about the inspiration behind the quilt, her life and work on the Scottish borders with artist husband Charlie Poulson and what she's been up to during lockdown. Due to technical difficulties, which we are all becoming used to during this period of lockdown, the interview was recorded over the phone. It's really lovely to speak to you today, and we're looking forward to exhibiting your piece Starscape in Plant Life, which opens next week. I'd love to come on, you know, and dive a little deeper into your inspiration and and the process behind the piece. It would be lovely to start with a bit of background about you um, and sort of where you started. So where I started, actually, it sort of really began at school, secondary school, where I had a wonderful, enthusiastic art teacher. His name was Albert Clamp, and he opened the world of art up to me. So it was really a, a fantastic um, time at school, doing art. And then I, then I applied to art college, and I did a two-year foundation course at Yeovil Tech. And that was also brilliant and lovely projects, lovely tutors. It was, it was just fabulous. I really enjoyed it. And then finally I got myself on a degree course in, at St. Martin's in Art College in London. And I, I chose to do fashion and textiles there, which was sort of okay. But I, in some ways I felt like I'd, I'd maybe chosen the wrong, you know, the fashion aspect of it. Anyway, later on I learned that I worked in three or four years in what I called the rag trade in London <laughs> and um, didn't actually like it that much. Designing clothes uh, I was. And, um, but then when I was 25 in 1975, I had a sort of a bit of a eureka moment and thought, hang on a minute, I just want to work with colour and fabric in a much purer way, not not always thinking about fashion. Felt like that was in the way of my creativity really. And so I came across a nineteen twenties book on quilt making by a woman called Ruth Finley. And I made a few samples from the book. Uh, and I I was away on that. I just thought this is it, this is really what I want to do. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think it's, you know, quite often with, um, you know, the creative industries and courses and things like that as well. You know, it's it's very much that you learn from other people and, and what you're doing at the time, whether that sort of goes on to be what you what you do uh, in the future. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so now you and your husband, Charlie, who's also an artist, live um, at the Allen Bank Mill Steadings and run an incredibly successful open studios from there, I gather. So so how did you come to do that? What's the sort of stage in which you decided to, to take that on? Well, we, we've we 
We met and we got married in Nottingham in fondly of of his time there and you know saying how people travel far and wide now to come and and visit so um yeah. what a fantastic success story so that must amazing. be fun as well it's amazing how it's all built up yeah but last year I, I counted the number of countries that people came from and it was like nine different countries amazing outside of the uk not counting wales and ireland or or england even <laughs> um yeah you know, that's so amazing. No, that's absolutely fantastic. And uh, yeah, well done to you. What a success story. So do you think that your, I suppose, when you uh, moved in, in 1993 and took on this space that was renovating and now you open up your creative space to visitors, do you think that has had an impact on your work? Has that changed your work in any way? Because we're not doing it this year because of the lockdown. Yeah. I I guess I'm missing the thought of showing people the work that I've done this year. Yeah. You know, although, of course, I will be showing something in the Fenditton Gallery, of course. Yeah. Which is um, probably the only exhibition I'll have this year. But um, the, the normal thing with the open studio is to show people the progress over the year. And, I, and it's it's very nice to have that in the back of my mind when I'm making the work. So it, so in other words, it does influence me having an annual event 
every year, opening it up to a certain group of people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I know I mentioned to you before that um, when I was working in London at the studio complex and we ran these open studios and actually what the um, artists tended to find was that it was just really nice to have that deadline every year where you know that, you know, you've got things to create or whether it's, yeah, you know, updating yeah. the website or creating something new or, you know, there's there's various things which actually, you know, often a lot of us, thrive on knowing that there's a deadline coming up so I completely appreciate that so that sort of leads us quite nicely to to actually your your creative process so what do you think your aims of expression were when you made this beautiful starscape quilt um that you know that we're going to be showing um as part of our plant life exhibition yeah well I made see the kind of um, parallel between a starry sky and you know you're right these teasels and the similarity that a lot of the shapes you know do have in in the natural world and then I felt the ferns and leaves that are further down the quilt represented the growth on earth continuing yeah then I imagine a lot of the different processes are are involved in your quilt making so can you tell us a bit about those and and Where it began, really, yeah. and what the end, what the end is. I think the processes within my textile work are always very important to me. I think on this recent work, I'm developing cyanotype printing, mono printing, and rubbings and drawing. All those things are very important to my current work. So the cyanotype printing which is an early photographic printing method um, using light-sensitive chemicals and then exposing the fabric to sunlight to create that image. It feels that it goes so very nicely in with my theme of the natural world around me. And it was, it's such an early photographic method. It was, it was invented in 1842 by Sir John Herschel and developed the following year by a woman called Anna Atkins, who was a botanist, and she produced several books on printing botanic plant life. And there were various examples of these books in different libraries, the Bodleian Library, up in up in the Botanic Gardens Library in Edinburgh. So I could go off and see some of these when I was starting to, to work with this process. It's a beautiful process, very magical. It's also a bit hit and miss because you don't know how bright the sun's going to be or how wet or if the wind's going to be blowing and blowing all the, all the ferns off your fabric. That you know, so it's kind of hit and miss. But I rather like that bit. 
I studied photography and Anna Atkins was certain, certainly someone who who came up sort of fairly early as, you know, very much pioneering in, in this, you know, early photographic capturing yeah. of, of the natural world and, you know, in a way that hadn't really been seen before other than drawings and things like that. But, you know, mm-hmm. this actual physical getting the shapes and things by you know, this this very, I suppose it's rudimentary of photographic uh, yeah. process, isn't it? You know, this light in the paper um, or, or the fabric or the light sensitive materials that you're using. So that's that's really brilliant. And it's lovely to see them, um, you know, on on that scale as well. I suppose I often, you know, see them as as rather smaller, smaller pieces, but across this quilt, they just look superb. It's a lovely process to work with. And then I do, I do sort of very basic mono printing. And I say that because I'm using acrylic paint and textile medium, painting it on glass, drawing into that, like scraping it off with a sort of squeegee or rubber tool, and then just taking a print of it. And so that's um, on the, the, the bottom edge of it with the, the drawings of the big rushy type of leaves. Uh, are made in that way and so is the border on that quilt as well um, and then the, the middle section is rubbings of ferns and I think it was red hot poker leaves from the garden while I'm saying about these processes the, the textiles that I'm working on are very important as well because like with the rubbings I, I've worked with cotton organdy which is a lovely cotton fabric and then I'm making the rubbings with a with a trade name for it is a markle stick an oil stick and it it you can make it very fast on fabric it's really great for using and it just remains exactly the same as when you've when you've drawn onto the fabric and then i suppose there's also the the sewing technique which actually bring the whole thing together so you must have rather yeah. quite a large space in which you can work with these with, with these yeah. large pieces of material uh, layers of stitching go into it all layers of hand stitching or layers of um, machine stitching and i've got a wonderful long arm machine that i use for machine stitching oh, with super. pieces yeah how yeah. fantastic Oh, well, I'm looking forward to seeing it in person. Of course, you know, to start with, it will be part of our virtual exhibition. And then um, we think it will look absolutely fabulous in the, in the gallery space. So we look forward to, to having that. Have you, has this quilt been exhibited before? Since 2015, when I, just after I'd made that one, I had a whole string of wonderful exhibitions. So that, that piece of work was shown in the Bose Museum in County Durham, and that's such a fabulous place. And then the whole show from there went up to the Rissing Craft Centre in North Wales, which again is wonderful. It's a purpose-built contemporary building made for showing fine craft work, and it's just gorgeous. And then a different show, but slightly later on in 2016, I had a show at the International Quilt Museum, which is in Nebraska in America, it's a, it's the best quilt museum in the whole of the States, really. Um, and then also, straight after all that, I then had a joint show with my husband Charlie and showing his big drawings and sculpture and my quilt uh, up in the Edinburgh City Art Centre. And it meant that a whole new lot of people from Edinburgh saw our work and came to our own studio, you know. 
Oh, brilliant. Mm. Well, that's fantastic. And we sort of talked a bit about the processes involved in your work. Are there any aspects of drawing in there as well that, that you bring into into your practice? Yeah, I think particularly from the point of the time when Starscape was made, I was just beginning to really develop my drawing a lot. And, and now I feel that drawing is really, just with pencil and paper and filling sketchbooks, drawing is really like central to my practice now, really. But I am putting two drawings into your exhibition. They were actually done after I made this Starscape quill, but they do the images I feel relate to it. But what I'm doing at the moment is is just filling sketchbooks with many very quick line drawings of plant life, and I'm really making quilts that are more functional and usable but they can also be hung on the wall and they're connected with these drawings of the plant life just line drawings i also do sort of drawings with mark making which tend to relate to my development of mono printing a bit more yeah well that's really lovely so i suppose you know that brings us quite nicely onto my last question which is you know we're we're at the moment still in the midst of this um you know lockdown period although it is beginning to ease so what have you been doing during that time i mean i'm sure there's been plenty of gardening like the rest of us we've yeah. been out yeah, digging the, gardening. the weather's been fabulous for gardening. yes and um, so you've been drawing as well i've been i've been drawing yeah and i've, I've got about half a dozen sketchbooks that i've been filling and making a project called rich boundaries uh, boundaries around our garden and just drawing and I'll tell you, you know, the way that all the plants were springing forward in the spring <laughs> was, um, you know, things changed every every couple of days. I mean, everything was just like full-on growth and so it's been, that has been really good fun. I've hardly looked at those drawings yet, but then my next thing is what I'll do from those sketchbooks some from them that I relate to mostly and do second secondary drawings from the sketchbook drawings mm. and then beginning to develop that in some way. But oh, on the stitching side, I've also been making um, another large textile landscape, stitching that, so machine stitching, and now I'm just about to do some hand stitching on it. And... The imagery has come from visits that I did last March to the Pitt Rivers Museum in Oxford. And I've put lots of these images into this textile landscape, which is really quite good fun, but it's cool. And so the piece of work is going to be called Retold Stories. Oh, lovely. And then in brackets, Pitt Rivers Legacy. <laughs> and that's, that, that's been great, because seeing all those, wonderful objects there. I realise they sort of, the things that are made with sticks and stones and bits of string and they all come from the earth is what I feel. Yes. Oh, well, it sounds like you've been very busy in lockdown and, and uh, yeah, I hope, you know, we will be able to see the, your lockdown drawings as well. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Oh, well, that's been so lovely to speak to you, Pauline. And yeah, like I said, we look forward to exhibiting the quilt and the drawings in, in Plant Life. And 
hopefully you'll be able to come down and visit the gallery soon and, and hopefully we'll be able to come and, and see you in Allen Bank as well. Yeah, that would be lovely. That would be lovely, Hannah. And it's, it's been absolutely great talking to you. Thank you. No, and, you're more um, than welcome. It's, it's the, one, the one thing I miss a lot is sort of meeting strangers and talking about my work yes yeah oh good I'm so pleased I always slightly think um that I'm imposing on people but actually you're right you know artists are you know very often used to talking about their work and haven't been able to in the same way for this time so I will grasp the opportunity to record as many as possible while while everyone can give me the time Thank you for listening to this interview and thank you to Pauline for taking the time to chat to me. You can view Starscape alongside the other plant life artworks in our virtual exhibition at venditongallery.com. A percentage of the sales from this exhibition will be donated to support the Road Verges campaign from conservation charity Plant Life. Nearly half of all the UK's wildflowers are found on our road verges and the charity works with local councils to manage and protect these vital natural habitats for our wildlife. You can find out more about this project by following the link in the podcast description. If you enjoyed this interview, you may also be interested in listening to our previous episode with artist photographer Graham Morrill. Thank you.